I got so nervous and I did not anticipate getting nervous. I mean, meeting people's parents can be a little stressful, but meeting someone's children is next level. It was terrifying to me. What if they didn't like me? Welcome to Step Struggles. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families. All too often, step parents feel alone while navigating the tough times. My goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one. Let's discuss this week's struggle. Happy Friday. Oh, what a week it has been. So I know last episode I explained that my stepdaughter had tested positive the night before we flew out. And then we got here and a few days later, my stepson tested positive. So the poor guy has spent um, the past week in the basement. I mean, I say poor guy, but every time I asked him if he was getting bored or how he was feeling about being stuck down there, he told me he was doing just fine. My mom brought over a, a new Xbox, so he got to be the first to play on that and got to watch whatever he wanted. I mean, it's not all bad. There's a bedroom down there, a bathroom, TV. He got food brought down to him, but still not the ideal first week of summer. But anyway, everyone is better now. Everyone is testing negative. So I'm very grateful for that because we are heading out camping today. So we will still get to do that. So I am so thankful and looking forward to a couple days just to spend with the whole family. My stepdaughter got in super early this morning. My husband went to the airport to pick her up. And so she's been sleeping. We haven't seen her. My four-year-old is just dying for her to wake up. He wants to see his sister so bad, but uh, we need to let her sleep because it was a very late flight and I'm sure she's still um, recovering from her COVID. So that is pretty much where we are at, what things have been like for us. I've had to work from home a few days after the positive result and just to ensure that I wasn't going to end up with it and spread it to everybody at my office. So uh, I'm just happy to have made it here and be able to go camping and spend some time outside. Um, for today's episode, I, I was going to really focus on the R's baby and how that affected me and how we handled it. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought that, you know, there's so many things like the R's baby that we anticipate being one way and then ends up not being that way. I mean, I know this is a life thing, but it's so, so common in blended families. It happens to us with almost everything. So I thought I would kind of dive into my experience, how things have been for me and just so you guys can get to know me a little bit better. And I can also shine a light on, um, you knew what you were getting into? Well, no, we really didn't. I'm going to start from the beginning when I started dating my husband and we, I had met him through mutual friends. So I had actually met him and the kids and his ex together the first time. And then I met him a couple times after that, after they had split. And then, um, yeah, there was a, a, he had a girlfriend in between. So I wasn't immediately after the kid's mom, but yeah, so I did meet them all together. And then anyway, after they had split, he had moved on, he had dated someone else. We ended up getting together and the 
first thing that kind of came up for me, I mean, I've always loved kids. I was excited about the kids. I've always wanted kids. I was 30 when we started dating. So I was starting to get that itch to have kids. So for me, it was really exciting that he had kids. Um, it was something that I kind of never wanted to do because of the firsts. I always wanted to have the first baby. But when the reality was that I was going to be dating somebody with kids, it was very exciting to me. I was um, not apprehensive about it with him at all. I was excited about that. I didn't really think about all of the complication that would come up at the time. But there was one night his phone, a reminder went off that the kid's mom's birthday was coming up. And it just, I spiraled. I was like, if you are, you know, if you still have feelings for her, if there's a chance for you guys to get back together, please just do it. I do not want to be the one standing in the way. I was really insecure about it. And, I, you know, I know that with other boyfriends in the past, you can get insecure about that one girl, you know, the girlfriend that they had that is obviously meant something to them. But this was different. The idea of standing in between him and the kid's mom being together was not something I was interested in at all. So uh, he kind of looked at me like, whoa, like, it just was in my calendar. It's always been there. I've never really thought about it. So I don't I, I even think that there was maybe, you know, sometimes people's come up for me that I haven't spoken to that I don't even have on social media anymore. But yet I still get reminders. So I don't know. I don't even think he realized how it was happening. But um, yeah, it just shot me into a whole big thing about, you know, not wanting to be in the middle if there was any chance he needed to work on that and try and make it work. And it was stressful and and a little out of left field for him. But it was something I hadn't considered because they weren't together anymore. I hadn't really thought about it until that moment. And then that became difficult for me. And I started thinking about that. Am I always going to feel like, you know, maybe there was a chance for them or that maybe there is a chance for them and maybe eventually they will get back together. But we sat down, we had a good talk about it. And he made me understand what the dynamic was that, you know, their relationship had lived out its life and that they were better off raising the kids separately and that it wasn't something that was ever going to happen. So luckily he was able to put my mind at ease, but that was something I did not see coming. And then moving forward, I was really excited to meet the kids, but I did make it very clear to him that I did not want to meet them if he wasn't 100% sure about me because I knew I would get attached and I didn't want them to get attached. And I, I've always been good with kids. I've always loved kids. So I just knew that we would have a good bond and I didn't want to get invested if it wasn't going to be a serious thing or there wasn't a very good chance that we were going to work out. So um, we waited a little while. And then when we did go to meet them, I remember he went downstairs to get them. I was sitting at my mother-in-law's on the couch and he went down to the lobby to get the kids and I got so nervous and I did not anticipate getting nervous. I mean, meeting people's parents can be a little stressful, but meeting someone's children is next level. It was terrifying to me. What if they didn't like me? I thought our relationship relies on this going well. And if they don't, you know, they're going to come first. They are the most important thing. And I also felt that way. So if we didn't get along, if they didn't like me, if the dynamic just didn't work, then our relationship inevitably was not going to work in my mind. So 
I suddenly got so nervous. I didn't see it coming. They came in, they played a little shy for a minute. And then, you know, a few minutes in, they were very comfortable with me. They were playing. My stepdaughter was doing my hair. My stepson was in my lap. They were, we, we got along great. So that was a huge relief. And so what, we were there for a visit. We got to spend a lot of time with them and things went really well. It was Christmas time. So I had bought them each just a little bath toy. I didn't want to be too over the top, but I wanted to get them something to let them know that, you know, that I did care and that just something to to give to them at Christmas time. So I had got them both these little fish that swam around in the bathtub. My husband had told me that they like bath toys. So they were three and six at the time. And so I did that. And another huge issue for me was that I wanted the kid's mom to know that I was going to meet them before we met them. But we had planned a trip before this and I had had my husband tell her and it kind of didn't work out as we had hoped. So I didn't want to, um, you know, I, I realized that trip that he knew the situation better than me, that it was up to him in the end. So I just left it with him. And I guess she didn't know that I was going to be there or it it hadn't been made clear at least. And so we had our time with the kids. They went back to her for Christmas Eve after dinner. And he got a text message um, just mentioning that I had bought them a present. And at the time, it again, something I just didn't really anticipate. I thought that, you know, it would be nice to get them something. I thought that she would maybe appreciate that. And in hindsight, maybe she did. It's just the my feeling when he got that text was stressful. You know, I was worried that I overstepped. I was worried that she was mad. I was I didn't know the intention behind her message. I hadn't known her well. And again, it's a text message, so you can read it however you want. And as the girlfriend, I'm a little on edge, right? So my interpretation of it was not positive. It was very stressful. And um, to go back, I don't know that I would have received it the same now. But at the time, it just kind of, again, was something I didn't see coming, something I didn't know I'd signed up for. I wanted to buy a nice little present for my boyfriend's children and make it a fun experience. And then it just, it was kind of tainted, you know, and not for long. I didn't, it didn't turn into anything huge, but it just, it made a happy time just a little bit more stressful than it would have been had we not been in a blended situation. Anyway, going from there, um, the next situation that came up was we got engaged and you know, it's just things like that. You get engaged, you want to post, you want to tell everybody about it. And you just, you're so excited. You want to share it with the world. When you're a stepmom, there's so many more things to think about, you know, like how do we want the ex to find out? How do we want the kids to find out? When do we want to tell them is, should they be the first to know, you know? So all of those things come into play when you get engaged. And then you have to start worrying about how people are going to react. You know, it's like kind of it. it's different. It's different than when you marry somebody who does not have children, who does not have this sort of 
life that you need to consider in every single move you make, really. So again, I've always dreamed of that moment when you get engaged and it's something I've always been really excited about and I was very excited about it and luckily my husband is always been very supportive of what I want to do and how I want to handle things and we've worked really well together that way so I also care a lot about how things go with the kids and I've always put them first and wanted to make sure that everything was as good as possible for them as well. So we um we agreed that we would call, you know, the important people that we wanted to tell. We would wait until we talk had a FaceTime call with the kids to be able to share the news with them. And then after we told them, I can't remember, I think um I think Biomom was following him at that time on on Instagram, I think. So when we posted it, we posted it after we had told the kids because we wanted them to know to hear it from us. So we posted it and then he heard from her. And then that was, again, a conversation that you just don't see coming, you know, like she did say congratulations. She was happy for us. And then just things got a little complicated there. I don't want to really get into what happened. But again, it's just something that kind of puts more stress on a situation that is supposed to be happy and supposed to be something that you have you're you're able to just enjoy without worrying about other people's opinions or other people putting unnecessary stress on your experience moving on from there then there was just a bit of complication with what was going to happen with the kids how we were going to get them to the wedding my stepdaughter was our flower girl my stepson was our ring bearer and they were super excited about that. And I was able to get my stepdaughter her address. I talked to her mom. We needed to get it altered a bit because it was actually a dress that my aunt had bought me when I was a kid. And it was perfect for our wedding. So my stepdaughter wore that. We had to get it altered. My husband was able to take my stepson to get the suit. And so, yeah, the um the dress we need to get it altered. And I really did want to involve her mom in some way, because if it was my daughter, I would want to experience these things as well. So, but again, another thing that you just need to consider, you know, so we went out for lunch, we took my stepdaughter to get it altered. I let her mom kind of take the lead on that. That all went really well. It was nice to be able to do that together and to be able to have that, that memory and it was a good memory. It, it was a happy day. So we got to do that. And then uh, the wedding came. Everything went well. But again, I'm I'm texting my husband's ex on my wedding day because we have her children, you know, and then so I'm having to consider these things, which is not something, again, that you would have to think about. And just even planning to have my stepkids taken care of. We we, I luckily know this wonderful girl that I had worked with and she agreed to come and stay with the kids the night of our wedding and took care of them and it was somebody that I really trusted. So that was great. And then, um, but these are things that you don't think about. These are things that you, you don't consider when you are with somebody that these are going to be the things that you are doing on your wedding day or that need to come into play when you're planning for it, you know, and that you are worrying about somebody else, you know, if they're okay, if they're eating, if they're 
nervous if you know like just added stress but then on the other side it was also such a wonderful day to get to experience with them and that they were so happy and that they really enjoyed it and I got to have these moments with my stepdaughter getting ready and taking pictures and just watching her just taking in all the attention and just she loved it and I loved that and so that is as the stepmom a moment that we get to cherish and that we get to experience that a lot of women women who aren't step parents don't have those moments so there is um pros and cons obviously but just another bunch of things that we don't see coming when we start dating the man with children and then we move on we get pregnant so again we need to factor in the ex the kids how they're going to experience all the worries that I you know, are they going to resent me for having this baby? Are they going to get along with the baby? Are they going to feel jealous of the baby getting to be with their dad all the time? Are they going to get along as siblings? Are they going to, you know, just all of the things that you worry about? I can't even remember. I know I wrote this down somewhere, so I'll have to find it and talk about it more in depth one day. But the things that I worried about then were not the reality that I experienced afterwards. So again, just try to go with the flow when it comes to these things, because it's never how you think it's going to be, or very rarely anyway. So you spend all this time worrying about things that never happen, and then you aren't ready for the things that do happen, and you make it work. You figure it out. You know, you seek help. You talk to people. You work with your partner. You get through it. So um, just try to enjoy the moments and not worry too much with um with the pregnancy I again we told we went to visit the kids we got t-shirts made for them um, letting them know that they were going to become you know that my stepson would be a big brother and that my stepdaughter would have two younger siblings Instead of one, they were cute little shirts we got them. So that's how we told them. And then we took them to <clears throat> to this really fun kids play place. It's like a hotel, but it has a huge water park in it. And, and there's all kinds of fun activities to do. So they really enjoyed that. So we made it a fun experience to tell them. And we ended up going to the same place in a different city the second time I was pregnant and brought the three big kids and again it was really fun those are those are times that I'll never forget and I'm so glad we did that and so we told them and then the night we told them we texted bio mom to let her know and she handled it very well I don't think it was a huge surprise to her uh, we had always talked about having kids with the kids so I'm sure that that had been uh, taken to her I'm sure she wasn't really surprised she I told her because at the time we were communicating more. So I let her know and I let her know we told the kids. I let her know that they were excited and she congratulated me and that was pretty much it. And it was it went well. It went very well. So that was great. But again, it was stress. It was stressful thinking about how she was going to respond. Was she going to be upset? Was it, you know, like there, it's just it's a lot. But again, it went really well. So I stressed about that for nothing. And then um then we had the baby and then you know there's sibling things that happen whether 
your bio or step. It doesn't matter. The The kids, again, don't know what they're signing up for until the baby's born. So my stepson, uh, there was a bit of a transition period for him. I don't, I, he was really excited about the baby when the baby was in my stomach. And then when he was born, I think there were some realities that he didn't love. You know, we couldn't do as much because we were tied to nap times or just the baby can't do as much as they could do. They were six and nine at the time. And we couldn't just jet off to a theme park or get up and go somewhere fun. There was more to consider. And my stepdaughter is great with babies. So her attention that had always been on him shifted a little bit to the baby. And I, I think there was some resentment there for a while, but he's come along a long way since then. And we're all good now. But again, that it's something that, that you go through and you go through it with my, my four-year-old and the almost two-year-old do it now. They fight about everything. My son did not take to the baby for, I mean, he's still working on it. So it happens. And it's one of those things that you have to try and remind yourself that sibling dynamics are always unique, no matter if your bio step or whatever your situation is. So there was that. And then, um, then we had the other baby and that one, he came in a little more easily because the, the shift had already been made. So there wasn't so much, um, there wasn't so much there. We did the same thing. We told the kids, then we told bio mom. She was perfectly gracious about it. There was no issues there. And yeah. So, oh, one thing that I, I should mention is when when I had the first baby, I remember having a conversation with bio mom when I was pregnant and I said something, uh, my stepdaughter was sick, I think. So I texted her and was like, how's our girl doing? And and I remember bio mom expressing to me that, you know, she, that it's sad that when I have the baby, then she'll be nothing to him and that, you know, like it won't be our guy. And that kind of made me, my heart hurt a little bit for her because she shares her kids with me and then she feels, I mean, really, it's true, right? My son doesn't have much to do with her. So, but that's tough because he is their sibling. So that gave me a bit of a, a, a moment of clarity that it's not easy on either side, really. And there there are things that we go through no matter if we're bio or step or whatever. The blended family, it's complicated. So try to bear that in mind. Um, I have tried to bear that in mind as we've moved on and try to give her updates and keep her, you know, somewhat involved in the kids' lives and share things about them too so that, you know, it's not so one-sided. Um, yeah, and so that's kind of where it ends for now. I mean, there are, of course, other little things that come up that but as you move on and things, you, you know, time goes by and the kids get older and the focuses are different, then it does get easier. It has for me anyway. There's not as much that comes up. Um, obviously, there are times that I'm frustrated or that, you know, I think, oh, like, why does everything have to be so difficult? But then there are times that I think, well, we've come a long way. And and these things that would have bothered me five, six, seven years ago don't bother me anymore. And 
and that we do have some control over how we respond and what we hold on to and where we put our focus. So in learning that, I think it's also made things easier for everyone involved because the more we're contributing to the stress, the more stress there is. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's been, been my timeline with big events in the blended family. And I'm just thought that I'd get it out there and share and, and let you guys know how things went for me. And I'd love to hear how these experiences have gone for you. And if you relate to that, or if your experience was completely different, I always find it so fascinating how different the same situations can play out for different families. So um, shoot me a message on Instagram, let me know. And uh, I probably will do one on the R's baby situation and get a little deeper into that at some point. But For now, that is all I've got. I am going to go pack up all four children to go go camping, finish the laundry. I mean, I always have so much laundry, but when there's four kids, it just gets so much crazier. Um, I don't know why, because the little one's already, you know, so much. But anyway, I'm going to go deal with that and get everybody ready to go and hopefully have a sick free couple days. Thanks again for listening to me go on to myself and I will talk to you again next week. Hope you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you'd like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again and talk to you guys next Friday.